Welcome to episode 6 of the Media Sharks. It's slobbering time. to uh, North Park Mall, which is the uh, the mall of people like Dustin's income level. Yeah. Uh, we're headed into the yeah. Highland Park they area. They're only letting us in because we're press. Right. Otherwise, they, they you have to bring a paycheck stub and show you make at least 100 grand a year. I did bring one of Dustin's pay stubs just as backup, and I scratched his name out. The rope mark. The rope mark, right, on it. You're so a bus driver. Hopefully, hopefully that will pass. I don't know. Um, we are going to see uh, Fantastic Four 2, The Rise of the Silver Surfer. And uh, I guess... What's that? We're going to see how terrible it is? Yeah, I'm not expecting much after the first one. I saw the first one for the first time a few months ago. And while I didn't think it was completely terrible, it was not that great either. I was... I guess as a, as a huge nerd, I was more... I mean, there was some bad dialogue. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going the fucking wrong way. Yeah, I was wondering where you're going. Um, I always forget which side North Park is on. Um, no, it's on this side, but you're not it? down far enough. I think it's on the other side. No, it's not. Okay. I'll decide to trust you for now. Um, anyways, I, I don't know. Every line, especially any line coming out of Michael Chiklis's mouth, was meant to be one of those, uh, like, not a punchline, but uh, a catchphrase. And they really fucked up Doctor Doom, and I was very upset by that because he wasn't supposed to be on the uh, whole space trip with them in the original comic book. So that was stupid. Uh, the guy who plays Mister Fantastic, not a great actor. I own and the special effects on him were only so-so. Yeah, they don't quite have the stretch look down yet. Right. You think it wouldn't be that hard to replicate Silly Putty, but whatever. Uh, and then the thing suit, not impressed by it, but I don't know how they can get much better these days. Yeah, not not have a real actor inside it. Still. Right. Maybe the they thing should... is actually too big for it to look normal. Yeah. Maybe they should have gone the route of, of Hulk. I need to go that yeah, way more. You're not down far enough on no, something. Um. Let's see. Uh, what else can we complain about? Uh, there wasn't enough Jessica Alba nudity. The editing was. The editing is my big complaint. It just was so damn choppy. Like, things would happen and there was no explanation of how they happened. Yeah. It oh, we're passing the one scene. the one black cop in Highland Park. Yeah, the only two cop cars. Two cop cars. Oh, and they they pulled over an Asian man. He's not white. Oh. He gets pulled over automatically. Yeah, yeah. 
Highland Park, for those of you who don't live in Dallas, is the extremely white, rich area. Think of it as like the OC, uh, the Fox TV show, where there were no uh, people of non-white race. That's pretty much what Highland Park is. It's like Dustin Town, basically. Extreme, right-wing, uh, a lot of millionaires. And they actually, they have their own newspaper, and they're not either. They're technically part of Dallas. But they have their own police force. Right. They're like a subsection. They hired their own police. And a few years ago, they got their first black family. And the paper, there's a Highland Park newspaper. The headline was, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Referencing the old movie. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's a very disturbing area. But uh, Dustin enjoys it, and uh, this is his hometown, basically. So, uh, From what I hear about Fantastic Four, back to the point we're going, but uh, I hear they fucked up Galactus, who is the main villain in this, and I'm very upset about that. I want to see a giant man who eats planets. I want it to be the old-style... Is that who Silver Surfer works for? Yeah, yeah. Silver Surfer works for Galactus. So I hear they fucked him up just like they fucked up Dr. Doom. Is he in the movie? He's just not done good? He's not right? He's not right. That boy ain't right, to quote. See, I think my problem with... I never was that big on Fantastic Four. Yeah, I wasn't either. I think that's because it it was too far out there to stuff like that. Like, there was too much, like, let's go to space and... Like, I don't even know. I, I just know I never got into it. And I think it was because it was so far out of reality yeah. that it just wasn't that cool to me. Like, I like the ones where it's something that could really kind of maybe actually happen. But we had so we like haven't gone bit by a spider and we haven't gone to space getting superpowers. No, but not like that. <laughs> not, not in battle, big guys that can swallow whole planets. Okay. And that's why I never got into Thor and all that stuff where yeah. it's just like too much over the top out of reality. I like the ones that are a little bit more based in somewhat reality. Somewhat everyday life stuff. Yeah. Like genetic manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Like spiders that bite you and you shoot out webs. That happened to me a few months ago. I mean, that's stuff that the guy next door really happened to. Right. Exactly. I did also turn to the Hulk at the same time. When I got angry. And like Juggernaut. Crystal that makes you unstoppable force of nature. Yeah, yeah, he was given the uh, the crystal by the gods. Yes, see, very that's realistic. What I'm talking about. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> did they ever explain that next men three how he was juggernaut? I don't think they even talked about it. And you know, they had a really good opportunity for cross promotion this summer with Spider Man three because they fucked up Spider Man three. Um, did you did you go see ones? Can't remember. No, I haven't seen it. Yet. Well, in the Spider-Man comics, when he was trying to figure out how to get the fucking Venom suit off him, um, he went to Reed Richards to discover how uh, to do that. And Reed Richards from Fantastic Four was the one who helped him discover that it was sound. And uh, they decided not to do that. They could have had a great crossover. But uh, they fucked that up as well. So is it by the same studio and everything? Yeah, same. I, you know, that's a good point. I don't know, but it's all owned it's by Marvel, Marvel Studios. Though, yeah. So where am I going? Here, right? Yeah. Um. So they could have done it if they wanted to. I mean, that movie was long enough as it is. They could have added five more minutes. Yep. I think but, they need uh, to get back towards seventy-five. 
All right, well, that's it. We're for getting the, lost, uh, so we need, show. To, we need to find out where we're going because <laughs> we're very confused right now. So, peace. Back to us in the studio and then back to the movie, and then we'll be back afterwards. <laughs> Fantastic Four, starring Reed Richards, Sue Richards, Johnny Storm, Ben Grimm. Reed Richards with his power to stretch. The Thing with the strength of a thousand men. Johnny, flame on, Torch. And Sue, the invisible girl. The Fantastic Four, united in their fight against interplanetary evil. Fantastic So we're back in uh, Media Sharks 1. James is pulling out of the garage. Why are you slow clapping? That's for Fantastic Four, man. You enjoyed it that much, huh? The Fantastic Four was fantastic. Worth every penny. Every, every penny, penny that we paid. Right. <sighs> okay, so. So. Scale of 1 to 1,000. Wow. Uh, what do you score? 1 to 1,000. When I reduced that to a score of 10 by dividing by 100, I believe. Is that right? Am I math dumb? I think I'm math dumb. Whatever. Uh, I would probably put it somewhere around 250? 250? Yeah, I think so. Maybe 251. I would say... Maybe 258. Okay. Now, why the additional eight points? Silver Surfer was pretty cool. I do have to agree. Silver Surfer was the highlight of the movie. Okay. I think the reason I don't like the Fantastic Four from the movie... Yeah? Which I don't know if they were like this in the comic book. I know. I'm not going to be able to get over but, it. Um, it's like they're retarded superheroes. Like... They when you say retarded at all, okay. Everything they do is slightly retarded. Yeah, that's pretty much all not the how decisions the they make. All they're just not all quite smart enough to be superheroes. Reed's oblivious. Uh, Johnny is what I I don't know how you describe him. Incompetent. Uh, also oblivious. Why would he f- turn to fire and fly right through the thing that they're trying to save people on? Yeah, there's, there's a scene we should explain real quick. This won't really spoil anything, but they're in London. And if you've been to London or seen pictures of London or you've watched Doctor Who... Uh, and the London Eye. There's the London Eye, which is a giant Ferris wheel. And there's a point where basically it's been destroyed and they have to save it. It's falling over into the tam- the Thames. And thank you for locking it for the homeless. <laughs> um... Anyways, I saw a white person, a rich one. I had to lock it before it stole a car. <laughs> Basically, what happens exactly? Okay, uh, it's falling into the water. It's falling into the water. Tell why? It's yeah, falling into the water. The thing, the thing is holding it up from the bottom. Invisible bitch is holding, holding it a force from, around it. Yeah, from falling into the Thames, and then 
uh, cold Mr. Fantastic stretchiness uh, goes onto the spire that held it originally and then wraps himself around the actual wheel. And then Johnny is left doing as nothing. the only one doing nothing. He's going to go chase the bad guy. Right. Chase the Silver Surfer. So he flames up. He flames up. Yeah. And instead of flying around the Ferris wheel, yep. under, over, he decides he's going to cut through the middle of the Ferris wheel. Right. And at this point, I mean, they, they've shown this in the trailer, so it's no spoiler. At this point, they're trading powers. And anytime Johnny touches one of the other people, he trades powers. And so this is another idiotic part, is he accidentally touches Reed. And let's forget the fact that he's a burning human. Why would you fly right through Reed? He touches Reed, and so they trade powers, and so everything goes to hell. And everybody on the Ferris wheel dies. Yes. And they're basically... They're just retarded. They are. They're generally retarded. Uh, there was an obvious plot hole at one point that, that Dave leaned over to me. Uh, Johnny hugs Reed at one point, and they trade powers. You see the little flash. I wonder if he was supposed to trade back since he hugged him with two arms. But they didn't show that. They showed one flash. Could be what it's just retarded. And then they cut to the next scene and they're back to the regular powers. Plus, how does Johnny wear his suit under all his clothes all the time? I guess he's got to. Because when he was at the wedding, he flamed up in the tuxedo and he wasn't naked when the scene was over. Yeah, he, I he guess was in he the must. suit. But then once her face gets the power, flames up, and she's naked after the scene because her clothes burn off. Right, because she wasn't wearing her suit. Johnny wears it because if he flames on and he burns up his clothes, he ain't got nothing. Sue didn't expect that. You can't tell me he had that on underneath the suit, though. He must have. I don't know where he got the gloves from, but... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was... I will say this. It was better than the first movie. I thought it was better than the first one. But... The stretching special effects were worse than the first one. Right. Exactly. They, they were, were worse. horrible. Or at least comparable, maybe. They were... They were in, it was insane. And they used it when they didn't have to, which yeah. meant they did extra special effects... They didn't have to do, and they could have spent money making the other ones look better. Yeah, I, I think I think if you had taken out all the Fantastic Four and just left Silver Surfer, you would have had a better movie. Yes, he was pretty cool, and Doctor Doom is okay. He makes an okay bad guy. Yeah, and he's not great. And they ruined him in the first movie, and I thought that what they did to him, they were going to redeem his origin and correct it, but no. They still fuck it up. They manage to fuck it up. Although, he does become cool at one part. It's just that... Motherfucker. Let me fucking get over you, fucking F-150 asshole. Um, there, I mean... God, I'm just... It's pissing me off because Julian McMahon, who plays Doctor Doom, is not that great of an actor. He's not. He's there for his looks, and that's about it. Although he's better than most of the other people that are in the movie. Yeah, Michael Chiklis was a lot better in this movie, I have to say. And I enjoyed the thing a lot more in this movie. He was a much... He was less... Oh, yeah, dude, it's, a, it's Thursday night motorcycle gang night. I forgot to bring my motorcycle and my gang. Every Thursday night on this highway. Have I told you about this? No. Every Thursday night on this highway, there's insane numbers of motorcycles. And they all drive insane. We know These guys are actually driving semi-normal. Over by your house, they had the uh, bicycle gang gearing up. 
over in the Tom Thumb parking lot. Oh yeah, yeah. They go for the Thursday. Their Thursday yeah, the ride. Thursday bicycle gang. They are all latexing up. The and four day Richardson. Right. Exactly. You should have seen the rival gangs get when they came together. They're Schwins versus Huffies. It was a be- dude. It was not pretty. I mean, helmets were flying everywhere. It's not good. Biker shorts are being ripped. There are a lot of chains being slipped. It was not good. It's terrible. Um, I don't know. It was, you know, I didn't totally hate the first movie, but it wasn't good. I would say it was about a two-star movie, the first one. Um, I would say a one-star. But, and this one was better, but they just, the dialogue is terrible. There's also something about just the way the movie looks itself. Yeah. It's like too too bright bright and colorful looking or I don't mind that as much I don't know too like it's on a studio looking like it doesn't look like they're really in the city maybe they're not doing the whatever they need to to the film um I have to say Jessica Alba looked terrible I don't know what they did to her she is she's so skinny right now too she's so skinny she's so orange and she her hair is so fake looking yeah she had terrible fake tan Fake tan, fake hair. And I'm sorry, at one point while she's getting married, she invisibles a zit on her head. Could you not get rid of the giant mole that's forming on your chin as well? Could you invisible that too? Uh, the Thing costume looked a lot better this time. Uh, I mean, obviously it still is not 100% believable, but it looked a lot better. They defined it a lot more. Uh, Human Torch looks exactly the same. Um, it was cool when Silver Surfer stuck that missile up inside his board. That was cool. That was pretty it, cool. That's what I'm saying. Silver Surfer was great. I think that he's really... If it hadn't been for him, it would have been a terrible movie. Dude, what I, was, oh, I forgot I was going to bring this up. It was kind of... I mean, it's got to be kind of cool because he's getting a lot of big movies. Yeah. To be... What's his face that, that they interviewed on Pickled Embryo? Uh, Doug Jones. Yes. He gets to play all these cool characters like... Silver Surfer, the Pan's Labyrinth dude, Pan's Labyrinth dudes. Yeah, but he never gets to use his own voice. I know. This time they had Lawrence Fishburne. It's always just someone voice. Like, does his voice just suck so much they can't use his voice? I don't know. Or is I, it I mean, just so important to get another famous name in there? I guess they have to cover his voice up. He sounded just fine when we talked to him on the, in the interview. From what I remember, did he use his voice in Pan's Labyrinth? I or was it don't know. Over? I bet I it was. It was in Spanish. But you know. I'm not sure that it was his voice in the interview we did either. <laughs> they voiced over that? Yeah, I think it was Michael Richards. I think so. I'll have to go back and check the credits. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? Oh, well, we did see both Stefan and Mike Woods. We saw both of them. They were not happy with each other. Well, have you ever noticed that they're never in the same room at the same time? Hey, this is the first time. It was really weird. I mean, Mike was sitting on one end of the row, Stefan on the other. They, you know, they kind of matched eyes at one point. It's not good. They're not happy with each other. I know they're in a contract dispute right now, Pop Syndicate, but Mike told me he was going to fucking kill Stefan when he, if he ever got close to him. Basically, Dr. Doom versus Reed Richards. It's real life. Except Stefan, not oh, as cool when he stretches. Let's, uh, real quick, let's cover... How insane the screening was. Yeah, we always got to touch on the crowd. Screenings, don't get me wrong, screenings are awesome. You get to get it for free. You get to sit right in the smack dab middle of the theater because you're in the press section. 
but the people that go there are insane. Yeah, you there for I wasn't the, in there the for the bulk of it. Right. You went so, to go get your sandwich on. Right. Yeah. You did work. I got my crab meat you did on. Did work. Right. They had Kiss 104, which is a local R&B rap type station. Beat down. In other words, okay. Beats me down. They got all the hip hop dude announcers in there announcing, saying right. first they have to introduce every single person from the station. One guy is doing it. He's announcing, but he has to introduce every DJ that's ever worked at the station <laughs> in the last ten years, and they all have to say, "What up, dog? It's off the hook in here. Salt the chain." That's all they said. And then it was back to the other dude. There's no reason to introduce them. And that was like 20 minutes. Of all situations that were off the hook, I would say everything was pretty much on the hook. That was that was about 20 minutes of it. Then they started handing stuff out, and of course the people go insane for the free stuff. Of course, what were they handing out? Posters. Posters. And no, the people went the most insane. I think for first they handed out free Slurpees from Seven Eleven. Like coupons or actual yes, like coupons. Okay. And he, they got everyone to do the wave for that. And the row that did the best wave got the coupons. So the whole theater was doing the wave. I thought. Except for our one row of press people. You saved two forty nine by getting a exactly. Slurpee coupon. Then they're giving away posters. Which I can see people want a poster. Yeah. But the dude decides, hey, let's give the posters away by everybody yell out a superhero. So the entire crowd is screaming at the top of their lungs Wolverine! Doo-doo man! Mystique! It was insane. Then they had one other prize I don't know what it was. They gave it away to whoever would sing the national anthem. So they had some random lady out of the crowd that couldn't sing, sing the national anthem. Was it like the guy who sang Amazing Grace? It was almost like the Amazing Gray guy. (laughs) <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. Everybody stands up for it, of course. Because oh, if you don't, you're an American and don't, someone's going to throw something at you. Don't tell me there were hats over heads for this, or hats over hearts for this. I took my hat off. I didn't put it over my heart. I didn't sing. I didn't stand up. Because if you don't, someone's going to throw something at you. They're going to throw a big Texas at you. A big cut out <laughs> wood, wood burned Texas. This is America, man. Don't you love America? So the well, I missed that. Then you came back in, and then you got to see the aftermath of... They left a pile of shit sitting up at the front. A pile of posters. A pile of posters. Yeah. And radio... They were like the banners from the radio station were yeah. laying up there. And so someone decides to send their little kid up there to get one. And then all the orphanage every from... Every from, little kid in the entire... Yes, the entire... Ran to the front and just started stealing this stuff that wasn't being handed out. It was like somebody unleashed Big Brothers Big Sisters on the theater. <laughs> Kids were no, punching each other. It was insane. They... It was insane. No one gave them permission to go get that stuff. No. Who knows what it was for. It may not have been for it anything, was, but it could have been for something. It was for later displays, I would assume. It could have been given out to the homeless or something. Right. The homeless need blankets, even if they're oh, plastic blankets. The people were just jumping over seats to run up to the front and it's grab insane. stuff. It just is insane. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got to talk about some of the people that are around us. Well, there was the lady. We had overlaughers behind us. Yes, we had the. And the overclappers. The same group, right? The whole right? theater was overclappers. Yeah, everything was a hoo-hoo, ha-ha. Every and, preview that clapped Oh, for. God. 
you would have thought the fucking underdog trailer was the funniest piece of comedy to ever hit America. Especially on the tagline, evil is about to be licked. I'm laughing. I mean, do I, I feel the laughter erupting inside me. It's more of an internal laughter. And the little kid behind me kept kicking my seat. His mom was trying to get him to stop, but trying isn't stopping him. Right. She was a stupid bitch, uh, basically. She laughed at everything. She thought... I mean, we saw some terrible trailers. Uh, let me say that the greatest abomination to be hitting theaters this summer might just be Daddy Day Camp, or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, is it this one? Yeah. Um... Oh, that's right. Anyways, if you may remember a movie called Daddy Daycare back a few years ago that starred Jeff Garland and Eddie Murphy. Well, for the sequel, they couldn't get Eddie Murphy, nor could they get Jeff Garland well, back. They tried to get Eddie Murphy, but they didn't. He wanted to play seventeen characters. Oh, he wanted to play all the kids. Didn't he? Play seventeen characters. Yeah, he wanted to be all the kids this time. Yeah. So and he, he wanted to be the he, fat guy. He declined the role since they wouldn't let him play all the characters in the movie. So they couldn't even get him, so they resorted to D-level Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. is good. Yes, but he looks terrible. All he can do now are kids' movies. How he's picking these horrible movies, I don't understand. All he does are movies with kids and talking wolves. That's yes. it. He's not the greatest, but he's decent. He could get better movies than this. He can. Well, he could have. He could have. Has he made so many bad decisions he can't anymore? I think so. It's insane. Uh, and to replace Jeff Garland, they couldn't get Jeff Garland, whose only bit is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Don't get me wrong, love the dude. But no, they had to resort to a generic white guy. fat guy. Yeah, someone you wouldn't even recognize. So they play the exact same characters. They couldn't even say, like, Oh, they opened a daddy daycare franchise, and here's another black guy and another generic white guy. That's part of the... You know how franchises, you have to have certain things you have to have to open yeah. a franchise? There has to be one black guy and one, and one, fat, one generic, generic fat, fat white guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they don't give you the franchise. Oh, and the kids look terrible. It's like... I don't know what it's like. It's like a bad 80s movie. It's a It's a family movie, but it doesn't look like a very good one. Uh, it's going to be... And it'll probably not do very well. I hope not. That should teach them a lesson. Uh, underdog. It looks better than it looked before, I have to say. Looks like it has some okay moments, but overall, I bet it will be terrible. Harry Potter looks pretty good. Harry Potter looks fucking awesome, although I did awesome. not need the lady, the overlapping bitch, go, to go... <gasps> right before it came on screen. And, and, Harry Potter! It, 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 it's Harry Potter! And, to her son. Yeah, it was... Oh, it was terrible. She was terrible. And, and then after, after the next preview, she goes, I sure would like to see the Harry Potter one again. I'm going to fucking it was almost like It was almost like Aaron was there. Almost. He talks exactly like that. No, no, no. Aaron the Aaron the wife. Oh, well. She's a Harry Potter freak. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It but was so probably was like having her sitting behind you so in her Harry Potter outfit. Aaron the man. With her Harry Potter figurines lined up on the front of the seat. <laughs> And her Harry Potter light. I don't... Night light. I think she's too cool for that. No. Have you heard the stories? Yeah, I've heard the stories, but I... She's not too cool. I don't see her reacting that way. Why she's do you hate... She's not too cool. Why do you hate Aaron the Wire? I don't. I love her. But that would be her behind us if it was... 
You have no clue where you're at. Update. Hey, turn I'm, right. Turn right. Right? What yes. the hell? <laughs> yeah, are you going to be able to find your way out I've of here? I've only been to your house <laughs> one time. Okay. <laughs> well, we're pulling up we'll have to, to the helipad. We're, we're landing shortly. Dave's helipad. chopper. We'll have to... Uh, I'll have to GPS you directions out of here and let you take the chopper home. Should we stop? I'll pre-program autopilot in. Should we stop and talk to Mustang Sally? No, See that's you around? okay. All right, well, we're going to let Dave leave the mobile studio. We'll close it out. Close and it out uh, all in all, we miss you, train yard. We miss you, dirty, dirty. It's not I, quite I the same without the drops. <sighs> True. Is it better? I uh, know, it's probably worse. Probably. Well, all in all, not a good movie. Not worth your 20 bucks to get in. No. If you see it for free, go see it. Right. It's entertaining enough for free. Otherwise, I would suggest adding it to your Netflix and Blockbuster queues. Yes, and even then you might think twice. You might want to replace it with Daddy Daycamp. I'll go high-five gasoline. Another Breakout Media Podcast. Stick in your auditory orifice. Boom.